I'm tired, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I'll grant you, man. I've had a full week of myself. Like, so yesterday, um, being Saturday, uh, my neighbor, her daughter graduated high school, obviously. So it had her graduation party, but they also did a combination with it being her birthday party. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, it, it was a real cool time, man. She turned 18, obviously, um, during this time period and just had a little party next door for that, you know, helped out, helped out a little bit on the setup and things like that. And then today I uh, was actually my oldest daughter, Cooper. It was her uh, eighth birthday party. Her birthday is actually on the 27th. So it'll be on this Tuesday, but man, um, this between helping with my neighbor and then getting things together for today's uh, birthday picnic, man. It was, uh, it smelled a lot, man. So I know what you mean in terms of being tired, man. I've, I've been cooking all day, made 48 slider burgers and 48 hot dogs. Mm. Chefing it up. Yeah. If that's Chefing what you it call up. It. Man, man, so much damn food was giving away food at the park. I was walking around because we, <laughs> since we had it at the park, there was other kids on the swing and stuff like that. So it was like a pub, you know, it was a public park here in Pickerington. So the other families are on the playground and stuff like that. I was like, we got to get rid of some of this food. I kept the sliders because the sliders was fire. The hot dogs are okay. I can't take them or leave them. I could take them or leave them. So yeah. I was walking around. I was like, hey, man, you want a hot dog? You want a hot dog? And I was passing them all. Had the relish, the ketchup, and the mustard all in like one arm and hot dogs in the other arm. It was holding tongs. And Serving them up. Yeah, man. I had that. The- Serving them up. <laughs> hot and ready. <laughs> The hot and readies. Well, let's serve up another episode. You ready to get this thing started? Yeah, man. Let's go. You are now listening to the Lawn Care Power Moves podcast with Matt and Steve. Welcome to the Lawn Care Power Moves podcast, where we are mowing down barriers to excellence in the lawn care profession. I am Cornell Mack. And I am Cedric Still. And today I am excited, excited, excited. We're going to do a little mid-season update episode. How is me and Cedric's year going so far? What or What's going on with us right now? And man, as you heard in the pre-show, your boy's tired. I'm a little, I'm a little burned out. I ain't going to lie. So we're going to talk a little bit about the mid-season update. Blues, ups and downs we've been going through. And uh, before we get into that, Cedric, my brother, how are you doing today? Yo, I am blessed and highly favored, man, as I say, as the saying goes. So, uh, you know, man, I'm really, really happy, man. So um, I've made it through uh, another week. The rain has came back. Thank goodness. But I will tell you, man, it's been hitting. But it needs to take a little bit of rest. We need these. You know, I wanted to go back to where it rains only once or twice a week. And it rains from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And it's dry by 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Bring Let's bring back those days so we can get that inch of water going down without it getting too crazy with this uh this mid midday rains and stuff like that. Or, you know, early morning rains and getting to start off wet in the morning, you know. I'm okay with the dew, but when you start dealing with these these uh, day long rains, you're like, God, man, I, I do gotta get work done. Let's let's kind of figure no this doubt. out, Mr. Weather. Yeah, well, Mrs. Weather, Mrs. Mother Mrs. Nature, Weather. she's been Mother all Nature. over the place. <laughs> man, she's been all over the place. Like I've said it time and time again: no snow, then it's warm, then we get a whole bunch of rain, 
then a drought in the like early June. Like this is crazy. And now the last week or so, it's just been raining, hit hit or miss. We've had yeah. uh, I wouldn't say storms, but we've had some harder rain, uh, you know, rain events. And the grass is finally starting to green back up, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, man, Mother Nature, um, she has it out for us. It seems. It seems <laughs> she has it out for us. But that's okay, man. That's okay. That's a part of life, and that's been a part of the update. Uh, you know, what I mean, that's been happening for us over the last few weeks. Is uh, the grass has slowed down growing, and now uh, we were doing shrubs. The grass is starting to heat back up again. We still have some shrub jobs to finish up. Um, before we get back into the swing of just straight mow, uh, yeah. trim and blow, which is my favorite thing to do uh, outside of the driving around, I have some uh, some drive times on on my on my uh, Monday and Tuesday routes, as you know. Yeah. Outside of that, man, just I, I love to just you know the whole the rep- I don't know. It's like the repetitiveness of it. It's like soon okay. as the truck stops. This orchestra happens. I pop out one door. Jack pops out the other door. We both get to the back of the trailer at the same time. We flip our whatever the lock things are. I don't know what those are called. The, the, the proven thing. locks or, or the just you no, said not the, the, the locks on the just on the trailer. Yeah, game. you know, yeah. just what you close down to keep the trailer. The, the, you know, we both we flip those things up at the same time. We both pull the gate down at the same time. Then boom, I shoot straight into the trailer. Pull the first first mower off. If we're just if Jack is only trimming, and he'll just grab the trimmer and mm. go about his business, or he'll or he'll then come pull the other trailer off, and you know, I, so it's like this this orchestra happens of efficiency, and I love it. Yeah, man. I love it. So I'm excited to uh, to get back to it because we've been skipping a lot of yards over the last couple of weeks, bro. Like a lot of yards, significantly, so, man. No, I know exactly what you mean. I, I've looked at it and like, damn, I'm, you know, day and a half of lawn just gone because of how dry it's been. It's been crazy. But like you said, our summer are starting to recover. And, you know, I was thinking about this as we were talking just a second ago, man. I was thinking about how many lawns that I have that are actually irrigated. And I realized that most of my lawns that are irrigated are on newer built houses. And the problem is, and I, I've said it before is on these newer builds, at least here in the Pickerington area, um, and just probably central Ohio in general. Uh, and this may be the case in, you know, in your area that you're listening to us on, um, listen to us from. It's like these new build houses, man, they go and rip out perfectly good, good enough grass. And then they build these homes and they, once they, what they try to put back, once they threw that sod on top of it's just it's it's crud it's terrible it's a lot of clay not a lot of good um you know good soil to be able to provide a good nutrient base uh turf once they put down this new sod so i say that to say is like all these new houses have these irrigation systems but it doesn't matter how much water that they throw on them sometimes if they're not getting the proper nutrients through a fertilization program the grass looks just as dead as anybody else that doesn't have a irrigation system so it requires so much water to be tossed on top because it's just not getting what it needs that it's like it's there's no benefit honestly to me having clients with irrigation sometimes because your lawns don't 
don't grow sometimes for two or three weeks, even though you are watering them, you know, twice a day or however they may have it set up to make sure that they're getting adequate watering. But it's just really weird, man. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to throw us off on that, but that was one thing that kind of jumped in my mind about just the craziness with the weather and how the lawns are. Hey, hey. it is what it is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It, the rain for me, I don't have any yards that are irrigated. So I, I, those aren't the kind of problems I have. Um, the Like I said, the only kind of problems I have really nowadays is is there's we are as efficient as we can be yeah. on the current route that we have without me splitting and going to a solo crew or another crew, which we are now trying to do that here over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to try and go to a, uh, two like two crews but i'm in the middle of training two new young new young guys my son and uh and my little neighbor started working with me so uh we're in the middle of trying to train them up but neither one of them are going to be fishing on the mower yet right both still learning how to trim my son's uh you know he's a little more seasoned than the new kid uh young chris Chris, I gotta think of a nickname for him. Everybody gets a nickname when they when they're with me, so I gotta think of a nickname. I think I did have a nickname for Chris, but I forgot what it was. Well, that Such means it, that wasn't the right one for him. Yeah, you get that one right. locked you're in right. for him, you won't forget it. For sure, for sure, for sure. But yeah, bro, it's it's it's. I think that I don't know where we were going with that. <laughs> to be honest with you, but the mid season update is for me is like I, I'm going to have these two young people with me now. Yeah. You know, me and Captain Jack. And for me, we going through the drought was like depressing sort of, you know, because it just is depressing when I'm, you're used to everything being all green and then you see everything is just dead. Yeah. I got a sinus infection. I don't know if you can tell right now, but I have a sinus infection and, you know, it's just, it was hot, dry, dusty. You're dirty all day long. It's just, uh, it's just a, a terrible time. And I started to just like go through it like, man, I know what I'm doing it for. And there ain't no, you know, obviously, bro, I'm a warrior. So it ain't really bothering me. So I don't want to make, make it seem like it's some depressing thing. But it's just like when things ain't feeling right because they ain't right right now. I can't sleep at night. My nose is always stuffed up and it's terrible. But being around two uh, young people and then also at the compound, like getting to be around these two young guys. And then you go up there. Talon has a whole team of young people. Yeah. 20, 20 year olds, 21 year olds. I think a 19-year-old, whatever. Tommy's 19. You got Pipes is up there. He got two uh, young young guys working with him, too. So there's, like, a a big family, you know what I mean, that helps me to, like, even, even when I do feel down, you get up there and there's nothing but energy and liveliness because they're all so young and they're all so exuberant. They got this, like, hunger for life like I have that – that's finally like I get to a place where all of the energy that I have that I just give out all the time and I have it to give like, but I need replenishment sometimes too. Yeah. be around young people who are just, mm, they want to learn, bro. They don't ask questions. And I, I mean, I want them to ask questions, but I mean like 
They don't if I if you come over and if I correct one of them, they don't put their heads down. They look me in my eyes like they're hungry to want to learn. And that is a, a, that's a light that, that like that fills my cup back up. Right. Because I just want to give like if you say to, I want to give so much that if you're if you show a receptiveness to it, I probably I probably then go overboard, if that makes sense. Because I, I want to, and so many people I turn off by trying to share with them what I'm learning, you know, because I don't know, maybe they've learned it before or whatever, you know, but these these young people, they haven't learned it yet. Or if they have, they're still willing to learn another way. And it is just, that's an uplifting thing for me. So mid-season update is what I was supposed to be doing, but I was going through mid-season blues and, you know, my son got here. You know, we got this other this young kid. But I will say this, these these little dudes, <laughs> they, they don't like gotta, waking up. Oh, they yeah. don't like waking up in the morning, bro. My son playing video games on. I'm like, yo, we gotta go cut 30 yards tomorrow. You know that, right? He's like, Yeah, I'll be up. I told him though, if you don't wake up, I'm not waking you up. You know, I'm not gonna wake you up. So we've left them, I think, two days. But you know, he got paid this week, so he sees his money and now he's like, Oh, let me make sure he said that. <laughs> I mean, it's easy enough to date. My son's here. He says, Dad, can you get me a, a real alarm clock? I said, what you mean? What do you mean a real alarm clock? He said, like one that's not on my phone. I said, you mean like a like an actual clock, bro? He wants a real clock. So now all of us, because you can't hear your phone, all the whole house got to... <laughs> the whole house got to hear that. Ring! <laughs> He want one of them with the bells in the middle. I don't, I don't, the people who listen to podcasts, I don't even know if they, uh, if they know what that, what it sounds you know, like. <laughs> yeah, no, what I'm even talking about. The old you know, school the circle one oh, yeah. with the bells on the top, with the two yeah, bells. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, bro, I, I, I derailed the show right there. No, man, um, that's but right. But the midseason update, you know, that's one of the things uh, that is an update for me. Is we got two, two young. Thoroughbred stallions, man, and uh, and, and they're fun to be around. Yeah, also, man. oh, go ahead, go ahead. So, let me know what what, what do you got? No, go ahead. What you I'll got? Into, no, no, no. Go well, ahead, I was gonna say, so Captain Jack and I, and if you are in the truck right now, or if enough you're on your mower, or whatever you're doing right now, and you're listening, I'm in your pocket. Captain Jack said to me, "We are talking just because I, I always talk about my weight." I ain't a big guy. Like I ain't fat. I don't think I'm a little, I guess, overweight, but, um, we were talking about, he said, he said something about like love handles. He has a love handles now or something <laughs> like that. And, uh, and I just got to thinking for a second and he goes, he said something. And I said, well, I looked at what I was drinking at the time when he said this to me, I was drinking my favorite Gatorade, the green apple Gatorade. Okay, the 28 yeah. ounce ones, right? I went to Giant Eagle, our grocery store, and I bought two cases of that stuff. <laughs> I spent $42 on Gatorade bottles. But anyway, that Gatorade bottle, if you drink the whole thing, is 400 calories. And I, as he was saying this thing about the love handles, I was, I was, uh, as he was saying the thing about the, about the love handles, I was drinking the Gatorade and I just happened to have, the nutritional facts were right in my face on the bottle. And I just looked at it and it said 400 calories. And I was like, sheesh. 
And I looked at Captain Jack's. He had a, a smaller Gatorade bottle in the cup holder, and it said 140, 140 calories on that. And then I said, Jack, how many of those do you drink every single day? Six. And I said, I drink two of these. That's 800 calories. Now, we also stop at Wendy's or some other fast food place and we eat lunch every single day. We get a sugary drink with that as well. All right. Now, I'm wondering why I'm always thirsty all, all damn day. Yeah. Right. But it's because I'm drinking Gatorade and the sugar in it makes you thirsty, which makes you want to drink more. And then you drink more because it tastes good. Yeah. And it's just this downward spiral. So I, I know I'm being long winded here, but this is important. So as we went through that, I said, dang, so if I drink two of them, that's 800 calories. I still might drink a, a, a little Gatorade, too. So I'm already at a thousand calories off of three drinks. Now we stop at the fast food restaurant. You you name it. We we go to it. All right. I get a, a medium size or a large size power A Gatorade, high C with half water, half high C, something like that. Well, that's probably another four or five hundred calories there. So right now we've had four drinks and we're at fifteen hundred calories. Now we also eat whatever at the fast food. Let's just say that's a thousand. We've ate now one meal, four drinks, and we're at twenty five hundred calories. Now I said to Jack, maybe, maybe we do burn twenty five hundred calories while we're working. But the older that we get, what do we do less of? Move around. Whenever I was a kid, uh, we rode bikes everywhere. We walked everywhere. We ran. We jogged. We did all of that. As I got older and you graduate from high school or whatever, you get a job and you get a car, you just get less and less active unless you are making it a point to go to a gym or be a runner or something like that. All right. Uh, but what I said to Jack was, here it is now. We've we've done 2,500 calories during our work day. Well, in the morning, he he drinks a cup of coffee and does whatever he does in the morning. Who knows how many calories the coffee is? We drink, we use coffee creamer. He uses sugar. I just use coffee creamer. All right. But those are calories there. Also, we come home from work. I, what you think I'm about to do now? I've been outside all day long in the hot sun, weed whacking, whatever, whatever. I'm not about to be up walking around a bunch. You know, I'm going to be on the couch watching the television show. My wife is a fabulous cook. I'm going to eat dinner. And then what? I'm going to drink, uh, you know, drink some water or Gatorade or a, a, a Pepsi or a coffee. Or, so, or <laughs> yeah, coffee. I drink a lot of coffee. So I have coffee as soon as I get home, too. Right. All of that thing. So now let's just I mean, I'm just ballparking this. And I, I know this has been long, but this is super important because now I'm 40 years old. OK, and I'm, I've, I'm eating the same way I've, that I've eaten my entire life. Only I was a basket. I was playing basketball when I was young or running the streets with my with my friends and, you know, whatever. Riding bikes, but moving everywhere. around all day, being active. And now we don't do that. So let's just say I eat six thousand calories a day. Well, if I'm only burning, <laughs> if I'm only burning the two to twenty five hundred and now I have a three thousand you know, calorie deficit. Uh, what is yeah. not, not, no, not deficit. Uh, assets. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These yeah. are assets. Yeah. Well, what's that going to do? That's all going to turn into fat and everything. So that's what we were talking about. So that mid season, to get through all of that was because I, 
I'm going to drink water for the next 30 days. I want to see how much different uh, my body my body feels, man. I think we need to drink a lot more water. We all do. I got to do so myself, man. It's hard for me, though, man. Like, I I need a little bit of flavor, and it's kind of crazy. I, I think if I, I'd be more intentional about getting, um, you know, making some infused water with, like, strawberries or, you know, um, any other type of fruit that kind of soaks into water but doesn't over overtake the water itself. Um, but, you know, it's being more intentional about making my water more enticing to me. I think I'll spend more time drinking it, man. But the other thing is maybe I just need to stop being so hard-headed and stop being so difficult and stubborn, you know, being that tourist that that I am, is just go for it, man. Just drink the water. Stop stop being hard-headed at it, man, because it'll be it'll be a lot better for me. Um, so, I, you know, I, I'm going to take that challenge with you, man. I, I'm going to start on July 1st. I'm going to go ahead and go this rest of this week going completely crazy. One thing I do need to do is I need to check and see if um, the electrolyte mix that I did get out, I picked up some liquid IV. So I'm going to check and make sure that's not too crazy. If it is too much, and I'll just go ahead and drop that from the, the regimen as well. Um, I generally drink one of those. I don't drink more than one of those um, in a day. But um, if, if that works out in terms of where it will still keep me hydrated without causing any type of calorie issues and things like that. I'm definitely going to, um, you know, work that out. Well, my wife, she got these like smart waters that have like a hint of flavor to them. They don't taste, there's no calories or anything, but it's like one of them has like a hint of cucumber to it. And one has lemon and one has like strawberry and you can like, I I don't, it's hard to explain. I I don't want to say you can't, I, well, smell it. You definitely can smell it, but you can like, I, I don't know how to explain effervescence, I think might be the word. Hmm, you can okay. like, I don't know. It's like an aroma also that I, maybe if you could feel the aroma in your body. Oh, yeah. That sounded, that sounded wow. But yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I, well, and I, I, I want full disclosure. This does not mean. I'm only going to drink water for 30 days and nothing else. I'm talking about in my work day. Same here. You know what I mean? Like in my work day, I'm not going to drink Gatorades and sports drinks and fast food restaurant, you know, soft drinks and things like that anymore. Um, and then at maybe one cup of coffee instead of four, you know, cause I'm a coffee fanatic. You know, those small changes because and I want to just see what my body, you know, my body looks like Jason, my, my boy, Jason Myers. Shout out Jason Myers. I know he's a he's a he's a supporter of the show, man. But he's been on a weight loss journey since I, the whole year, I think. And uh, he, he's been on that whole winning life challenge thing that I started a little while ago. He's been killing it bro i think he's lost like 65 pounds so That's shout dope. out to jason myers and, and and just seeing his pictures and he's posting other pe- people's uh progress pictures and and showing them love and, and motivation and inspiration you know in another community we all do that for our community here in the green industry but when when someone's going on a weight loss journey and and you know they're really head over heels and doing what they need to do like Jason Myers is doing. And he's showing those results, man. It's inspiring things. So he's really like, I need to take my whole winning life, um, you know, weight loss and not weight loss, but fitness journey um, more seriously. Cause I got to kick Paul Jamison's behind 
at Equip Expo. <laughs> I think he, he was just at Shaq's house. Did you see my man at Shaq's house? I did. This year, he was hanging out with Greg Whitstock and uh, yeah, Shaquille. Right, shout no, out man. to Paul Jamison, the Green Industry Podcast. Yeah, man. But for me, man, uh, I got to do a better job. Like you said, you were mentioning this on a previous podcast a few weeks ago, man. I got to do better about eating out during the day, man. I find myself a lot of times in the morning. If I, I, I'm rushing in the morning, I'm trying to get the kids together for camp and stuff like that. And if for some reason I wake up later than I, I intend to, I don't, I don't get a chance to make breakfast here at the house. So I'll grab something while I'm on the way out. You know, I'll go pick my trailer up and then hit Wendy's because Wendy's, unfortunately, is right around the corner from where I, I store my trailer at because their their breakfast potatoes are absolutely amazing. And then I get a bacon, egg and cheese croissant from there. And then I get a frosty Chino. Of course, it's large and stuff like that. So getting this iced coffee, this quick breakfast process sandwich and then some amazing the potatoes are amazing i don't know if i can give those up but <laughs> um but i do that for breakfast man and then turn right around like lunchtime rolls around if i didn't pack which i normally don't pack unfortunately i find myself either at wendy's again or find myself at burger king getting a rodeo burger combo with fries and icy mm-hmm. and all this other stuff bro so i gotta do better man on one getting breakfast done in the morning at the house and also packing a suitable lunch for the workday because not only is that going to be you know a, a good good fit for the body you know what i'm saying a little healthier for the body but like you said man you save a lot of money and instead of spend all this money on lunch that money can go to elsewhere man hey bro and i buy lunch for for my guys yeah and then now there's now there's three of them and myself yeah. And it was already expensive for just me and Captain Jack now to do that for four people. I'm like, sheesh, bruh. Yeah. That's that. Like, I mean, let's be real. When you go to the, the any fast food restaurant now, almost every single meal is between 8 to $10. Absolutely. And my, and my son is always getting a large size. Mm-hmm. Like he, he don't even recognize what money is. So. <laughs> he always gonna get the large size. His meal's about to be thirteen dollars. You know what I mean? Captain Jack, he always tries to stay modest, even though it's you know go get what you want, man. You work hard, you do what you need to do. You're always here on time. I want to. I ain't say bless him. You know he. I want to reward. I, reward is a bad word too. Like he deserves it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just take care of you guys. Yeah, but I mean. That could go from twenty dollars a day to a hundred dollars a day quickly. You know yeah. what I mean? Sixty five, seventy dollars a day for just eating out. So uh yeah, I wanna save some money as well. And just to help with just to be disciplined, bro. I mean, a lot of this stuff is pure laziness. Let's just be real. I'm too lazy to make sandwiches and it gets old and I don't have it. You know, my wife, she makes me things uh, that way better than whatever I can make. Right. Because, you know, then so, but it, it doesn't matter. If you, <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Eventually you're out about and, and you hit that stuff, but it should be less frequent. It shouldn't be every single day. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be every single day. That's a lot of money. I, I don't know how much I spent a lot of money on food last year, like in the business. Yeah. That's not required. You know what I mean? Like it's just not re it's not required. It don't it's not even good for us. You know, it's just one thing to do that on a Friday or, you know, a Wednesday. You know, whatever day you, you choose to do it, but every single day is like that's not a reward, man. You're actually hurting people. 
At least that's mm-hmm. how, how I'm starting to feel because I'm old yeah, now. I can see it. You know? Yeah, yeah for sure. Now, so. For sure. No I doubt, just, man. This little update, we need to make that change, bro. We need to make that change. Yeah, so what else you get on the plate? Yeah, man, I want to jump back into it, man. But before we do, just want to take a quick, brief moment, man, and just allow you to take a second to talk about the Win in Life event at Equip Expo coming up, man. Let's talk about it real quick. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, 2023 Win in Life meetup at Equip Expo is going to be October 18th from 6 to 8 or 9 p.m. I I just haven't made the decision. I've if we're going to need more than two hours to be there. So you're going to have to DM me and let me know, do we need to have more than two hours at this meetup? But it's going to be at executive strike and spare. We got a 10 lane private area with a cash bar available. Food will be provided for at least the first hundred people. I'm trying to, you know, get a buffet style so we can have people. If you show up late, you'll still be able to get some food, but we're going to have games, giveaways, uh, we got jobbers involved. We got my service areas involved. Sure can. We'll be giving some things away. We're going to do some swag bags for the first hundred people who come through the door. So there will be an event bright link down in the show notes. You go down there and hit that sign up. It is free to come. Thanks to the sponsors. I forgot Let me, at these three games, the strike challenge where anybody who enters, we're all going to line up. We got 10 lanes. Everyone throws the ball down. If you get a strike, you move on. If no one gets a strike, the highest pin, uh, whoever knocks down the most pins, they they move on to the next round. And at the end, we'll have a winner based off of strikes. <laughs> hey, that might not sound very exciting, but trust me, it will be exciting when you get there and you have some competition all going on in there. Next, we will have... The highest game, man, you go down, bowl a whole game. Whoever has the highest game, we will have a uh, prize for you. And then we also have what my favorite thing is. And at all the meetups that I do up here in Pittsburgh is the rock, paper, scissor tournament where every single person who comes to the meetup, everyone can be in all the games. But this one, anyone Everyone does it. It's, it's like it's really, really cool. So it's single elimination all the way until you get to the championship. And then it is a best of seven series at that point, just like the NBA finals, the NH, uh, the Stanley Cup finals. Mm-hmm. That's what that's yep. called. Stanley Cup finals. The World Series or whatever other sporting event where you have a series of more than five games, whatever uh, it will. That's how we will determine that winner. And that will be for the grand prize. It's going to be an awesome time, man. We got my man, Mitchell Gordy has committed to coming. My guy, Paul Jamison will be there. We're going to have a whole lot of other people, uh, influencers who are going to come through, man. And, uh, and bless us with uh, just a good time, bro. I want to have a good time. It's going to be amazing. October 18th. 6 to 8 or 9 p.m. Executive Strike and Spares, a 2023 Win in Life Meetup at Equip. I hope to see you there, man. Let's have some fun. I'm going to go ahead and just say it's going to go until 9 p.m., man. It's going to between the networking and the talking and just the casual meetup of the whole thing, man. I, I see it going until at least 9 p.m. Yeah, hey, listen, last last year at Naylor's event, we was there until like 10. I, I, well, I I don't know how long how late we were there, but we were late just because – once you get in that environment, you're around so many winners, and that's yeah. why I call it the winner. Like, like you to be around other winners, man, is like th- your imagination just goes everywhere. 
Because all like they can all people who are winners, they always feel like what they're doing is going to win. And when they hear other people talk, they encourage it. Yeah. They encourage you, you know what I mean? Because they know what winning feels like when you start something, when you thought something would, could be something, and then you turn it in and, and you found out how to win at that thing. Man, other people who do that same thing, they all they, all they can think about is, man, how can I help that person? How can I give them a word of encouragement? You know, maybe even an investment, you know? So it's it's the winning life the winning life, so it's it's a movement, bro. That's what I feel like. It should be a, the winning life family, bro. Winners, <laughs> winners. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome, bro. Yeah, man. So yeah, there's that. Make sure you all go and reserve your ticket, or you know, RSVP. Let the brother over here know that you're coming, so we can make sure there's enough food for everybody, man. I'll obviously be in attendance, and I'm excited to see you all there. It's gonna be a hell of a good time, man. Hell of a good time. So, but let's go ahead and jump back into the episode, man. Uh, we are talking about kind of midseason update, and I was looking at, you know, we're getting ready to roll into our what our fourth month of mowing here, so almost halfway, yeah. midway through the season um, for mowing. And starting July 3rd, man, I am making a schedule change. So for those that may not know, um, generally on Mondays, I take care of lawn care treatments when I have them. um, And I would mow Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then Friday would be reserved for landscaping projects. So um, going through the season, I've, I've said before, I've cut off taking any new landscaping projects for people that are not already mowing clients this season because I, my mowing clients want their landscaping done. Um, but spacing those out um, going forward as of July 3rd, so not this Monday, but the following Monday coming up, I am making the tweak of I'm going to be doing my treatments on Mondays like I have just because it works out for uh it just works out. It's the, it's the best way for me to go and do it. So continue to do my treatments on Mondays. Um, those are actually going to be spread across two, two Mondays. So two Mondays a month. And then I am eliminating that mowing, excuse me, the eliminating that landscaping on Friday. So I'm actually going to change my mowing schedule from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, where I'm squeezing my lawns in on those three days. And I'm going to bump it out the four days. Now, why am I doing that? I found that if on the days that I am working solo, which is a majority of the time, um, I'm busting my tail through every single property because the, the properties I have are a little bit of larger properties are not such as the smaller properties where you can just get in and out and, you know, 10, 12 minutes by yourself. Oftentimes by myself, I find that I'm on properties from 22 to 30 minutes, right? That's kind of just how it, it averages out. So you just look at how many hours you're working in a day, right? If you're working eight hours in a day, you're knocking out two to three lawns in those eight hours. At, at most, you're generally doing 15 to 18. And that's Running solo, that can be a little bit of a beat down on you. So what I'm doing, man, is I'm going to go ahead, like I said, move them to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Now you're going to ask, well, what about those landscaping projects that you have for your clients? I want them done now. I'm actually going to do those on the alternating Mondays of my uh, lawn care treatment. So if it requires, I, I'm not taking on anything that's going to be more than a day project. So I'm not worried about there being, hey, well, this project's really going to take a day and a half instead of it only taking a day or being a two-day project. I'm only taking on one-day projects. Um, everything that I have and that I know that my clients want from me will be done within a single day. If they do have something big, like they have a lot of shrubs or have a lot of mulch that they want done or are claiming to be done, those can be spaced out off of two different Mondays. They don't have to be a Monday, Tuesday deal and things like that. So that's going to be my plan for me, man. Um, it's going to 
as we as we say, man, it's going to reduce the stress for me, um, allow me more working days to be able to get mowing done um, with a better expectation for my clients. If I run into a situation where there's weather delays, well, then we can kind of squeeze them back into mowing two out of three, you know, excuse me, mowing three out of those four days versus it being um having to always try to get the morning done in those three days. So that's the, one of the big changes I'm making, man. The other thing is, I, I think it, it's kind of crazy. It's almost the same same time last year when I took on a project. Um, I took over a complete lawn renovation project of about mm-hmm. 14,000 square feet. And it was a true, a true rip out and reinstall. And, um, we did a hydro seating on our project, but you know, as I mentioned before, I learned a lot during that, during that project. And as I said, in, in the pot, one of previous podcast episodes, I'm never doing that again. Well, I'm, I'm having another come to Jesus moment as, as, what as, is some, as some say, man, um, I realize I am despising getting on my 36 inch walk behind. Now there is a, um, a jungle jet or jungle gyms, uh, sulky on the back of there where you know it you're not really walking the property and things like that but i'm i'm getting into these you know these backyard properties that i can't get my 52 inch in man there's just a lot of them i would say 90 percent of the properties that i can't get my 52 inch in is like 50 inch wide the gate is like so close you're like man can i maneuver this in here can i maybe put a single wheel in get the deck at an angle and somehow squeeze it through this 50 inch gate. Cause you got to think about this way, you know, anytime man, this is completely off subject, but you know, you know, you've moved places in your lifetime, right? There's always that couch that can never get through the doorway or never, oh, or you got to swing around a certain type of steps and you got to, you know, twist and turn the couch to get it to go. I'm like, man, can I twist and turn this mower to get it inside the gate? That's how I feel sometimes. Cause it'd be like so damn close. Like I know it's a 48 inch opening. I know my deck is 52 inches. Can we somehow figure this out? But, you know, the, <laughs> to get back what I was saying, man, I, I'm jumping on this 36 and I'm realizing, you know, I do not like riding on. It's just it's not fast enough. It's just not fast enough. And a lot of the properties that I have um, trying to push mo, and I don't push mo, but like trying to walk the backyard of a property. It just it doesn't make sense. It's not reasonable. So jumping on this, it is a hydrostatic walk behind. So it's not like it's a belt drift or anything like that. It is a thing to have if you're going to have, you know, a, a walk behind. But it's like, man, this thing isn't that fast. The maneuverability, like you can't, you can't do K turns are not easy on a, a walk behind with a, a, a sulky. They just don't work that great. Now I know there are some other sulkies out there, like the pro slide and stuff like that, that allows you to hop off and hop back on. But it's like. You start adding up, right? So I got a hell of a deal on my my uh, 36 inch walk behind. It's a Gravely Pro Walk, and it's like um, I think it's like seven years old. But it again, it has 498 hours on it, so it's not beat the hell and back and things like that. Guy that had it before had great condition, um, took care of it and things like that. Man, I paid 400 dollars for this walk behind, and. If I were to go to sell it today, it's going to be fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars, whatever. I'm, I might be able to get all this walk behind, but it's like one. There's not a there's not a shoot blocker on there, but it's like to go and buy a shoot blocker to put on this thing. That's an additional four hundred dollars. If I want to go get a different type of sulky, that's another four hundred dollars. It's like 
do I really want to spend all this money on this walk behind that honestly isn't going to really change my life in the backyard? It's going to make some things easier, but it's not going to change my perspective of despising getting on this walk behind. So then you might say, well, why don't you save up or won't you go ahead and invest in a 36 inch uh, stand on or zero terms? Like, no. I'm not spending six, seven, eight thousand dollars on a stander when, in all honesty, I can go and get a 60 inch backup mower, whether it be a stand on or a zero turn, and I can cut more grass with it. Because a lot of my properties have five, 10, 12,000 square feet in the backyard. Me getting a 36-inch stander is only fixing my issue with backyards uh, that I can't get my mower in, man. So I've, I've had my come-to-Jesus moment. I am getting rid of my 36-inch, or the, the plan is, you know, things may change, but I'm my, I'm I'm getting rid of this 36-inch uh, walk, walk behind, man, at the end of the season. I do not want to have properties with tight gates no more. I want to be able to take in my 52 inch or 60 inch next season, right? To be able to mm-hmm. knock these lawns out, man. So if the clients don't have double gates, uh, double door gates, um, you know, and unfortunately, or a large enough gate to be able to fit the 52 inch in, man, unfortunately, they're, they're just not going to be a client for next season. But one thing I'm going to do is here very, very soon, I'm going to, um, I've already just talked to one of my clients. He's like, yeah, we'll, We'll uh we'll get a, a gate put in a, a new gate put in. Um, so I'm going to talk to my clients about getting in um, new gates for the ones that can do it, for the ones that aren't able to. Um, you know, rather be financially or just the setup of their property being too close to their neighbor. It's just it's going to have to move on, man. I'm gonna, I'll be able to refer them to someone that I you know respect and trust because thankfully my rod has got a little bit closer. Oh, not thankfully that it's been through hard work to be able to get the rod closer, but um. Thankfully, networking with other folks in this area, there's people I've come to trust when I'll be able that I know what that type of work, man. But I, I am over it, bro. Um, and <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, man, there's some fence backyards uh, where I'll, even if I could get a mower in it, I might just decide to move on from the two because I hate string trimming some backyards with fences. I, I'm, I don't like doing them in general. Just because it's just more work, man. You really only want to string trim around a property and anywhere that mower doesn't reach. You don't want to be uh, trimming the fence line, man, because you find out just it just takes forever. But the other thing is that some of these fences are metal, man, and then they just tear up your line. They eat away at your line, just continually feeding. It sounds terrible. Never wants to string trim smoothly as you go through it. You find yourself going back and forth with the string trimmer just because it didn't cut, man. But yeah, yeah what's your input on it, man? I, I know I, I've been talking this whole time. I, I know you want to get in and say something. Let let me know your thoughts on it, man. What what, what do you got? What you got for me? Well, no, I mean, it's so a lot of people. Well, I had a guy last week. He was in one. Of, I think he's in one of my videos. I might have showed Liberty or Freedom Lawn Works. Okay. There's a yard right next to me. He came over. He asked me about um, my grands, one of my grandstands. I was cutting the yard with the multi force, and he just was asking some questions about it. Uh, some for some people that that 36 inch walk behind and their customer base like that is. That's that's golden for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they have some people have been using those for so long. They don't even want to go to something new or, you know, I mean, because they don't want to they don't want to change from what's been working for them. Uh, I never 
personally got to experience a like a walk behind. I went straight from the push mower straight to the stand-ons. I, I skipped all those steps. Um, so when I hear people talk about the walk behinds so with the sulkies and the valky wheels, and I, I really can't put a lot of input in except for what I've tried at Equip Expo. Um, for me, those mowers wouldn't work where I'm at because of the hills. The type of properties that I take care of are hilly. It doesn't mean everywhere here in Pittsburgh has hills like that because I know a lot of guys who do have 36s. But for me personally, in the properties that I maintain, the 36 is just it's too the wheelbase is too narrow. So it will slide. It will cascade down hills with no yeah. matter what motor you use. Right. Uh, for me. So you have to have a walk behind for some of these guys. But then also my properties are too big to use, like to be walking behind anything. <laughs> You know, most of them. So uh, for me, I just say that if you know what you want, like in 36 doesn't fit the bill anymore, then it's time to move on, you know, and then you move your levels up. Um, I had a I seen Snoop Dogg say one time about like when you reach new levels. Now, he was talking about people. Like and how he when he became a star, he was explaining like for you to go up to this level and you're around a bunch of like your friends and whatever people who you grew up with or remaining at the level that they're at. Right. The only way for you to go back down to their level is you actually have to go back down because they can't reach up to where you're at. And wow. so if you are trying to go to a new level and the 36-inch mower can't go to that level with you, unfortunately, and the yards that require that type of mower, they can't come with you either because you're trying to get to a, the next level, you know, and you can't go back down to that, if that makes sense. So that would that's my take on it. I feel like if you... One, if you have a vision on where you want to take your business property like wise, you don't want to take on people that have play sets or gates or trampolines or swimming pools or whatever. Uh, the time is now to change it like Cedric is about to do. He says no more 36 inch. Boom. I want to get rid of it. I'm going to sell it like the time is now change that thing. Like you have a vision for where it wants to go. And I also heard a guy say. If you ever, and I might have said this on the podcast before, but he said, if you ever seen a rocket when they launch the rockets up to go to space, at a certain point, the boosters fall off. You see, he he also equated it to the people. He says, it doesn't mean that they're bad people. They're just not equipped to go to the levels that you're going. And it's the same thing with this mower. And I'm not trying to talk about people when I say that. I'm just speaking about how you said, the, like, what are my thoughts on, this is my thoughts on the mower, like, if that is not part of where you see yourself going on those levels, the time is now to change it. Not because the 36 inch is a bad mower or the people who are still operating with them don't know what they're doing. It's just that where you're trying to go, that mower can't go to those levels with you anymore. So, yeah. Yeah, man. The crazy thing is there's only one house or not crazy. It's just the funny thing. There's only one house that I truly would like, 
be sad to be given up. And honestly, I hate cutting the backyard. It's one with a metal fence. Um, but it is right across the street. Actually, it's the video that we uh, we shot together when we did the mulch job. It's right oh. across the street from the model home. So anytime people come into the neighborhood yeah. looking to build a new house, they have to park outside of yep. my client's house because that's where the model home is. So that's the only house. I'm like, man, the other ones, man, they can just have them all, take them all. But I'm like, man, this one. <laughs> I like to, I like the, I like the, uh, the, the billboard spot. You know, I pull up my trailer, have their branding and stuff. Like, man, this is the best place to, to park and best place to have a client. So that's the only, that's the only one I, I be like, man, I don't really want to get rid of. But I actually hate cutting that backyard because it's a metal fence and I got to do the thirty six inch walk behind with it. So yeah, that's like a wrought iron fence. Too. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a chain link. It is like you said, a wrought iron fence. But I tell you what, man, you get trying to edge or not edge you're trying to string trim um around those bases man you just hear click 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 click, click all the way around the whole thing it's eating up your black diamond line you know if it's just it's i'm over well, what i what i decided to do for uh the people who have fences because you know i don't have like a chemical spray mm-hmm. license so i just i just politely asked hey uh you know it has taken us a ton of time to trim your chain link gates and your Yeah. It's like, would you mind spraying them and you know, with a vegetation killer? Yeah. And the I think what do I think I have a, about seven chain link gates. Mm-hmm. Six of them. They all sprayed their fence line for me. Yeah, so that's what I did to alleviate that. The um the privacy fences aren't that bad. Right, they're but not the cha- chain link. Chain links are th- well. Some I like the privacy fences that are not picketed. Okay, or, yeah, or yeah. The pickets are all together. Is that yeah. not what it's called? The pickets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But when they're all together, so that there's no gaps in between. Yeah. Some people have those gap ones, and then those are oh god. That's how my are, backyard is. Those okay. are more irritating than chain link fences, almost because now, the grass just grows in between. You can't do you, nothing about it. Can't hit it. Yeah. The one thing with my fence at my house, mine is like that. But the the one thing is it doesn't go all the way to the ground. There's like a three inch, two to three inch gap underneath it. So I can trim without actually hitting the fence. Oh, so- see, Cedric, he knows everything. Right? This is why I love <laughs> being around him. He, only he would think about that. I, I don't think about things like that. I'd be like, hey, man, that fence is dope. It, no one can see me back here now. So cool. Oh, Cedric's man. like, no, oh, make that thing three inches high because my big dog can't get under it. And I can still trim. My guy, you think about everything, bro. Hey, man, I want to switch over for you. I want to switch over to one of them uh, hog wire fences, but I want the hog wire fence to be what is that in frame? I have to show you a picture of it, man. Uh, But I want it to be uh, framed up inside of wood, so it kind of looks like these wood panels um, on each one of the posts. It's a dope look, man. It's real. um, I think it's a little bit more of a modern look, if for you know a backyard that's fenced in. So. Well, if you, you listeners out there, if you know what hog wire is, DM me, let me know. Send me some pictures of it. I want to know what hog wire looks like. That just sounds like you're trying to keep someone in something. Well, it's and it's kind of based off too. of like hog wire to keep your pigs in, in your farm. That's what I'm saying. Like that. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what, hey, listen, whenever I was young, this is funny. I used to live in South Carolina for four years, okay? And uh, <laughs> we used to do – listen, I came from Pittsburgh, right? So we played – we played uh, football with the with the Huggy Carton or Turner's T Carton or whatever, right? When you go to uh, 
when I went down south, they played different stuff down there, which was I still loved it. But we did stuff like chase chickens, bro. We used to chase chickens in the woods <laughs> for real and, and catch them. It, yeah, I was like 11 years old. No, I wasn't that old. I was like nine or 10 uh, chasing chickens. We we did all kind of weird stuff when I was a, when I was a little little young dude. I don't know why I started talking about that. What? Hey man, you just give a little bit of background on yourself, man. Yeah, <laughs> it came yeah. to you. It came to you in the moment. <laughs> it, it definitely did. It definitely did. So uh, before we get out of here, I definitely want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Long Care Power Moves Podcast. It is a Monday episode, man. We are back with it. So we definitely want to. Thank you again for tuning in. If you would, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, jump over there, hit that five-star review, leave some words of encouragement in those boxes, man. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Let us know the name of your business. We want to shout you out right here, man. Throw in your social media name and things like that so we can get you to shout out right here. And also, make sure you are getting down to Equip Expo. You can find information in the show notes, not only for the upcoming Win and Life meetup hosted by Mac Landscaping and Lawn Care, but you also can get discounted ticket price on your registration. So look for the link in there. You can save half off with Mac 50 as your discount code, but we made it nice and easy for you. You can just go right into the show notes, click the link. It'll take you right there to order your tickets. Very nice and simple, right? We like nice and simple. Also, make sure you jump in and hit that uh, Eventbrite link if you are going to show up to the Winter Life meetup. Other thing is, please... If you enjoy listening to us, you will truly enjoy hanging out with us each and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. for the Lawn Care Power Moves live show on Instagram. We're looking at making a possible time change. We'll let you know if that does uh, move forward with that. and We'll let you know where you can get to us and things like that. But also, if you're not already, follow us on Instagram at Mac underscore landscaping 412. And you can follow me at at still cuts the best. Go follow the Mac Landscaping Lawn Care YouTube channel. Cornell has just dropped a dope video on five tips so you can be successful in your business. So what you want to have makes it nice and easy for you. He don't do tips often. So when he does and those words come to him, you know, it's going to be some fire, man. So go make sure you jump over there, hit the subscribe button, like that video, turn on the bell notification. So you get updates on when the new content drops. That's the best way to do it, man. So before we get out of here, just want to say thank you again. We truly, truly appreciate you. Now, I know what time it is. Ready your minds. Open your hearts. It's now time for Lawn Care Power Move of the Week. The Lawn Care Power Move of the Week is to know you are going to new levels. Sometimes you have to leave machines behind. Sometimes you have to leave people behind. Sometimes you got to leave your old mentality behind because They're just not equipped to go to these new levels that you're going. You've got a vision. You're special because of that. you got a vision and you're special because of that. You're going to find ways to make it to the new levels. So get up there and go. Let's go. We got new levels to reach. We love you. We appreciate you. And we wish you nothing but success. And we're out. Peace. Peace. Go get those new levels, baby. We out. Yeah. I'ma put it down, hold it down, tilt my crown, hit a bass, let it pound, dog. I don't play around, dog.
run it up, run it up. All of these blessings, I pray them up. Falling like showers, they flooding up. I'm on the up and up, rising your sinners up. Lord, blessing, I'm favored up. I need it all, ain't no giving up. City is dying, let's raise it up. Raise up the stakes, raise up my kids, raise the community up and get lit. It's not what you promised, but how you did. It's where you at, put that on my wife, put that on my kids. It is what it is, the life that I chose. Take a chance on my own without the grace of my love. That's not the route I should go. I went from losing it out and being dead ass broke to putting trust in my faith and giving all in these songs. Just take a look at your life and wonder, could it be worse? We in the midst of a war. These casualties can't rehearse. Before you head to that hearse, make sure you giving your all. Anybody got a bottle with the move, you can make it keep it moving and just brush your mouth. Cause we're.